Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about the events and updates from June 2nd and June 3rd of 2020. So, obviously, I missed yesterday. Um, That was an intentional thing um, to really focus um, my day on the work being done by um, the Black Lives Matter movement um, and do my own research into everything um, and figure out how I can be a um, strong and productive ally. So I hope um, some of you took the time to do that as well, since that is what yesterday was really supposed to be about on Blackout Tuesday. Um, And so with that, today we are going to cover... Um, the events from yesterday and today. Um, It shouldn't be a long podcast because yesterday was a pretty light day anyway. Um, So hang in there and we'll get started with the British royal family. So, Tuesday was the 67th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth's coronation as Queen of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth of Nations, which I think at that time was not actually a thing yet. Um, But that is what she is now. (laughs) Um, And so this ceremony was held at Westminster Abbey, so it's a solemn religious ceremony um, that is um, conducted by the Bishop of Canterbury. Um, or the Archbishop of Canterbury. Um, and then it lasted for three hours and the ceremony has been pretty much unchanged for a thousand years. Um, this is the first one that had any video recordings done. Um, and then it also obviously includes components of like the government act to her becoming queen, but also the religious, um, thing as she, as the belief is her family and she has been chosen by God to lead the country. Um, and then also this was a fun fact. Um, apparently during the day she wore three crowns throughout the day, not at one time, I don't think. Um, so one for the official pictures, which is more of a, um, hefty, hefty tiara, Um, And then the one that was placed on her head during the ceremony as she was um, coronated and then the crown that she wore afterwards. Um, So a big day for her. Um, Obviously, it was a celebratory day, but also um, a religious ceremony, which is important for Queen Elizabeth. Um, And then also yesterday... um, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge sent a video message to all the first responders in Australia. Um, So in the video, they mentioned um, the first responders' work with the recent wildfires, Um, if anybody remembers those, because we've been going from crisis to crisis to crisis this year, um, which is really something that Will and Kate pointed out. Um, So... Like, the first responders of Australia have just 
not had a break, much like the rest of the world. Um, but the... Um, so they also, they, they thanked them for their service and then also mentioned volunteer first responders as well as the families of um, civil servants who are currently putting their lives on hold just like, you know, every other first responder, nurse, doctor's family out there. Um, so it was great for them to take time to thank these people. Um, and that brings us to Wednesday. Um, so today, the World Economic Forum, in collaboration with the Prince of Wales, launched the Great Reset Initiative, which has been um, created as a way to have businesses rebuild their operations in a more sustainable, um, eco-friendly way after the pandemic. Um, so I've talked about this now a couple of times, but we have seen a incredible reduction in carbon emissions during this coronavirus um, because people aren't out doing as much and factories aren't running at full capacity. Um, so in this um, initiative, Charles said, quote, as we move from rescue to recovery, therefore we have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. We must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. Um, so this is all about businesses being able to rebuild um, and make their practices more eco-friendly. Um, and with that, we are going to move on to the Belgian royal family. Tuesday, King Philippe had a telephone call with uh, Dr. Marius Gilbert, who is a um, epidemiologist, which is a um, doctor that focuses on the spread of diseases. So he's been a very busy guy lately. Um, and Dr. Gilbert is also a member of a group of experts on an exit strategy um, where they have been talking about the government and official strategies for ending. Um, and going back to a new normal life after the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so, and then on Wednesday, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde held video conferences with heads of Belgium's provinces, um, where they spoke about each province, the work on containment for of the virus, um, as well as other needs and requirements from these governors. And then later, uh, King Philippe spoke on the phone with uh, Sandrine Ricotta, who is a who is the director of the Technical Institute of Ursulines, um, where they were talking about the return of students um, to their studies and the continued steps that this school is taking um, for a return to the new normal. Um, and with that, so it was a it's been a light couple of days for Belgium. Um, and so with that, we are going to move on to Denmark. Denmark. 
Tuesday, uh, Crown Prince Frederick awarded the Crown Prince Frederick Fund Scholarship, um, which is a scholarship endowment um, that was a gift to Frederick for his 25th birthday um, from Danish Americans. Um, that is a scholarship to be used for a person um, to have a year of studying at the John F. Kennedy School of Government held at Harvard. Um, and so this year, the scholarship was given to Hoi Kyung Yoon, um, who is currently a student at the University of Copenhagen, um, and he is studying political science, um, and he is, um, this guy's bio is amazing, um, and so he will obviously be using this to, um, hopefully (laughs) study in the fall, in the fall at, uh, the JFK school at Harvard. Um, so really, really incredible thing there, um, Also, just, like, side note, for my 25th birthday, I would have loved to have been given a scholarship endowment that I could give to help someone educate themselves better. Um, That's a really fun birthday gift. Um, And so, with that, we are going to move to the Netherlands. Tuesday was a day of events for King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima. Uh, so Tuesday morning, King Willem Alexander visited Appledorn, uh, Appledorn, which is a municipality in the Netherlands where um, he and the people hosting him were focusing their discussions and tours on the effects that the pandemic is having um, on city organizations and services. So things like... Um, vulnerable population initiatives, education, things that are run by the city um, that are clearly being affected by coronavirus. Um, And then also on Tuesday, Queen Maxima attended the opening day of the Kunstmuseum, um, which is a museum close to their residence. Um, So she was able to travel to this museum on bike Um, take her tour and speak with the employees about their experiences during the closure. Um, So while museums are able to open, um, there are some restrictions on them, um, such as people cannot travel very far to visit these organizations. Um, or visit these museums. They have to be local, which is why she visited one close to her home and biked to it. Um, And then also, of course, there's like a limit on the number of people you can have in the museum and things like that as well. Um, But seriously, just like I'm loving these reopening events because they're so fun. They provide a glimpse of normal life um, post-coronavirus. And I just enjoy seeing that. 
Um, and then today, Wednesday, um, so this evening, it was time for another reopening event. Uh, Willem Alexander and Maxima attended the reopening of the National Theater, uh, which has been closed for 11 weeks. Um, so theaters have been able to reopen since the 1st of June, um, obviously with different rules and regulations. Um, so this particular theater had a rule of only 30 guests, which is going to make for a much different viewing experience, um, than sitting in a large group watching a performance. So they were like sitting on the stage and they had social distancing dots, um, that had little tables, like it, it was cool. Um, and then after the performance, Willem Alexander and Maxima were able to speak with the performers, um, thank them and give them their support and appreciation for their um, adaptability during this time. Um, and so with that, we are going to move on to Norway. no events for the Norwegian royal family. And then today, um, we had a couple of things. Uh, so King Harald had held an audience with the, um, Norwegian foreign minister and crown prince Akun was also present. Um, and then Akun uh, held a video conference meeting with the cooperation council for religious and life visiting communities, um, which is basically just a, organization that includes all of the religious leaders throughout Norway. Um, so he and these leaders were talking about their experiences during the pandemic um, and following the rules and regulations that have been in place for uh, religious gatherings, but also any gatherings. Um, so he was able to talk to them about their experiences during, um, you know, the big holidays that are big gathering things that were not able to happen. Um, so for Christians, uh, it was Easter for, um, Muslims, it was Ramadan, uh, the Buddhists also had a, um, big gathering holiday, um, that was not able to occur, um, in the traditional way because COVID, um, so he was just able to speak with them and talk with them about, um, the ways that they have adapted through that. Um, and then later he participated in a, um, video call with four young people who are benefactors of organizations um, that have been supported by the Crown Prince Couples Foundation. Um, and so really they were just talking about, you know, kind of quote unquote normal kid stuff, um, how they've adapted to school being held differently, um, their jobs changing because of COVID. So there was one guy who worked in an ice cream shop and, you know, what does that look like now versus what it did then? Um, so that kind of stuff, just kind of like normal adaptability stuff. Um, so a busy day for Akun. Um, and now we are going to move on to Spain.
starting on Tuesday, King Felipe and Queen Letizia held audiences with um, two rep- uh, with representatives from two different organizations. Um, so first, they met with representatives from South Summit, which is an organization that helps um, startups um, and young entrepreneurs. Um, and so some of the attendees were entrepreneurs that are being um, that are working with South Summit. And so this conversation was really, um, uh, Felipe spoke about how he wanted that conversation and some of these, um, conversations that he and Letizia are having with young entrepreneurs and young, um, people is to, although obviously the tragedy of coronavirus in Spain cannot be ignored, um, the hate calling it this, but the silver lining of it, um, is that it is providing a, a new era, um, for regrowth, um, focusing on a new economy, um, that includes a digital economy. Um, and then he also spoke of his, um, desire to promote innovation and change. Um, and then Letizia also focused on the input that these people have to give because they have been doing so much already and will continue to change Spain for the better going forward. Um, and then they also met with representatives from Ashika, which is another organization um, that is working with social platforms and creating social platforms for innovation and change. Um where they, where they talked about virtually the same things. Um, and then today, uh, Felipe and Letizia started their day by visiting a farm outside of Madrid. Um, so it seemed like this farm had kind of a few facets of their production. Um, and their main goal was to support the work of all farmers during this crisis. Um, and their, commitment to keeping the, um, supply chain of food going. Um, so obviously like Spaniards have been able to eat because of the, of the farmers in Spain, um, and their, their work. Um, so really great for them to highlight that. Um, so they toured the farm and viewed, uh, like I said, the different components of production, um, And then later on today, uh, King Felipe attended a meeting of the Ibero-American Business Council, um, which again focused on the um, rebuilding process that businesses are going to have to go through and how um, the businesses of this country can work together to create a, a strong economy, a strong um, business sense. Um, and so that is it for Spain. They are on, I believe day eight of their 10 day mourning period. Um, and so that will be broken on Friday. That'll be over on Friday. Um, so now we are going to move on to Sweden.
In Sweden on Tuesday, Crown Princess Victoria participated in the UN Digital Conference Building Back Better, Finance and Development Leaders in Joint Action, um, which is obviously all about um, the rebuild that everyone in the world is going through right now um, and how to do so in a good way, Um, whatever that means, whether it means an eco-friendly way, a more um, people-first way, things like that. Um, And then on Wednesday, it was the day for board meetings. Uh, So Queen Sylvia participated in the board meeting for for her organization, the World Childhood Foundation, and Prince Daniel attended the board meeting for Generation Pep. Um, And then obviously both of these meetings were held by video conference. And so that is the end of the Swedish royal family and the end of this podcast. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I will be back tomorrow um, where we will talk about the daily events um, of everybody. And uh, yeah, I will talk to you all then. Thanks for listening. Bye.